Hey everyone, Justin's nephew Jackson wants to tell you where to go if you want to support the show. Yeah. Pay, Pay. Jury. Daily. Daily. Dot com. Nailed it. Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Justin Robert Young Podcast. My name is Justin Robert Young, here for you, friends, as I am every weekday. Let's go ahead and get into the news. Did you get them? Did you go ahead and get them? Did you pick them up? Did you have a little moment where you went into an app and you hit the button and you got them? Of course, I'm talking about Rise of Skywalker tickets. This is the final episode of the trilogy that relaunched the Disney Star Wars franchise. And I ask because apparently a lot of you out there were doing it. Rise of Skywalker sold 45% more tickets than Avengers Endgame did during its uh, first hour, according to Adam Tickets. This is a new record. Advanced tickets for the Skywalker saga. The final installment of the Skywalker saga. I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, This came uh, ahead of the trailer debut on Monday Night Football. In its opening weekend, Endgame hauled in a record $357.1 million. Uh, So it looks as if, like, this movie will not underperform the previous installment, The Last Jedi, which did underperform The Force Awakens. So it looks like there will be a financial return to form for Disney's Star Wars movies. And maybe a little bit of a, a blow done to the, the concept that Star Wars was just becoming less and less popular. Because it was a bunch of SJW poppycock. I like The Last Jedi. I really, I don't know. I mean... Uh, I know some people were, were 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 cheesed off about it. There were stuff there was stuff in there that I wasn't like the biggest fan of, but I just liked it because it felt like it was taking chances with the characters. Characters were so static that you know, like yeah, uh, Luke Skywalker, like I I hadn't seen him, um, you know, was refreshing. So why don't you whiners, you babies, shut your mouth, shut your mouth, money wins. Eat it. Drink it with green milk. Let it slosh all in your beard, huh? Ah, scoreboard. Last Jedi fans win. Stop complaining about old stuff. Move on. 
Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to go spend another five hours in the Watchmen subreddit complaining that the new HBO series isn't honoring my favorite comic book. News! Starting this week, residents of the Garden State, New Jersey, will finally get to do something that they've never been able to do before. Go to a mall. Well, this mall at least. The Dream, American Dream Project is opening. It was first envisioned in 1996, had several owners, and ground was broken on the project in 2004. But you gotta wonder whether or not they have finally completed work on the Titanic just as the entire ocean has converted itself to icebergs. I mean, remember, 1996 is a very different time for malls. Uh, uh, that is that is the time when uh, the Mall of America had just opened. But now, everything's delivered on Amazon Prime. The idea of going to a destination is something that is, uh, uh, well, a little bit, uh, a little bit weird, right? Circuit City, Sports Authority, Blockbuster, Radio Shack, Toys R Us. They were all still in business back then. Not so much anymore. But here's what they're going to have there at, at the American Dream. A Nickelodeon theme park, an NHL regulation size skating rink. The theme park will have 35 rides and attractions, including three record-breaking coasters. One for the steepest plunge with a 122-foot drop, one for the tallest and longest free-spinning coaster, and one for the tallest indoor spinning drop tower. Later this year, real estate developer Triple Five Group expects to open a DreamWorks-themed indoor water park, the largest in North America, along with an indoor snow park. Retail shops and a handful of other entertainment won't open their doors until 2020. <laughs> Uh, and that is, uh, they get this because of Bergen County's blue laws. That's where they're located in Jersey. All retail shops will be dark on Sundays. So they're going to start this thing off as a theme park and then try to open up stores around it. God bless you. American dream. And finally today, if you are over the age of 12, and you live in Chesapeake, Virginia, I got some news for you, kids. Stay indoors, all right? You've been too much horsing around, screwing off, uh, uh, horsing loud, screwing down, screwing up, because the Johnny Laws come down on you. Enough. Enough, 13-year-olds. Swear to God, if you get caught out trick-or-treating over the age of 12 and a cop checks your ID, I don't even know if you'll have an ID that has your birth date on it at that age. I know I didn't, but let's assume that you do. A cop checks your ID. You could go to jail. Yes. For real, this is not a joke. New rules in Chesapeake, Virginia. 
If you are trick-or-treating over the age of 12, it is a misdemeanor. You are fined $25 to $100. And if you cannot pay $25 to $100 for trick-or-treating over the age of 12, you could go to jail for six months. Are you kidding me? 13. That's not even that old. Now, that's certainly when you're probably going to have a lot of kids out there horsing around, but send them home. Jail. Stop it. How about this one? Doesn't matter what age you are. You are out after 8 p.m. You could be fined 10 to $100 and or jailed for up to 30. Wait a minute. Jail for up to 30 days. I guess because they don't want to send six-year-olds to jail for six months. You know, that's like a significant portion of their life. So they're just going to jail them for 30 days because it was 8.01 p.m. Get the hell out of here. Honestly, please leave Chesapeake, Virginia. I'm tired of you and your and your nonsense. That's that's ridiculous. Like what adult? What adult signed off on this? Cuz you want to know what? You should go to jail for 6 months. You should be forced to pay a $100 fine and or go to jail for 6 months. That's a ridiculous ridiculous concept. You are going if I mean 8 for an 11-year-old, 8 o'clock is probably around when they're winding down. But, you know, if you're trying to hit these houses, these kids think about, they, 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 they think about uh, Halloween for a year. They've been wondering what they were going to be for Halloween. Last time I was in Florida, all of my, my, my mom and my brother were talking about how my little nephew, Jackson, who you hear at the beginning of this show, has changed his Halloween costume 50 times because it's, he's obsessed with it. It's all he wants to do. And God forbid that little sweet Jackson, who you hear at the beginning of this podcast, every single episode, five days a week, God forbid that sweet little boy was out trick-or-treating at 8.01 in Chesapeake, Virginia. I'm sorry, fingerprints and handcuffs, you got a record. Get effed. I want to thank our producers who make this Show possible. Dustin, Robert H., Brian C., M., Trey the Melodica Man, Adam, Middle-Aged Mike, and Harry Lee Smith. Of course, you can follow me at Justin R. Young everywhere. You can email me at Jury Daily. I want to thank Jedi KV for giving us the Halloween story. I would like to thank Open Bayou for getting us the Star Wars story. And, of course, let's not forget Open Bayou. Oh, wait. No, no, no. Yep, open by you again for the New Jersey Mall story. Till next time, it's your old pal Justin Robert Young saying, please give a round of applause to Mr. Wacky, but more importantly, please don't.
Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>